0: Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you are in the world. It is Saturday, April the 1st, 2023, and I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders podcast. First of all, can you believe it that we have already made it through the first quarter of 2023? The time is moving so fast, and I hope that you can look back on the last three months with a feeling of accomplishment and you can see some results and progress that you've made in your life so welcome to another edition of the podcast i want to first of all say hello to anybody that may be listening to this podcast for the very first time i'm so honored that you would take time out of your life day and schedule to join us here again for another edition of this podcast this was something a vision that i had more than a decade ago Um, to create this mechanism for helping people to really live more meaningful lives. And so we created this um, podcast with the mission of empowering individuals to fulfill purpose and to maximize their greatest potential. And every week through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so here we are, more than a decade later, still doing the work and helping people around the world to live up to their greatest potential. So thank you for tuning in. I want to say hello to those of you listening to me on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for letting me serve you and do life with you all these years there's an exclusive content coming to apple podcasts and i can't wait to share more of that with you hello to those of you listening to me on stitcher we've been together for a long time and i so appreciate your support hello to those of you listening to me on spotify i love spotify let me tell you our biggest growth has come from the spotify platform and when we look through the data and the analytics and we begin to see how many countries around the world are listening to the podcast. It's unbelievable, places I would have never expected. But I'm so honored that you continue to tune in and to be a part of this and to resonate with the message in this community. So thank you. Um, Hello to those of you listening on Google podcast. Hello to those of you listening on iHeartRadio. I love iHeartRadio, another one of my favorite platforms. Hello to those of you listening to me on Amazon Music or Audible or any platform that I might not have named. So thank you so much for the opportunity to serve you, to do life with you, and to help you on your journey to success. I would love to connect with you beyond this podcast please reach out to me. My website is www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find a plethora of empowerment tools and resources to help you live your greatest life. you find out more about me and the work I'm doing around the world, my products my services and so much more you can also sign up for my common newsletter right there on the homepage. sign up i sent something out this week i love connecting with my community and they're always among the first to know new developments and new and things that are happening with me. So definitely sign up for the mailing list. You can find a link to all of my social media platforms right there on the homepage with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. And of course you can find out more about my books and all of the great things we're doing beyond this podcast. I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that. It uh, gives me the awesome privilege of uh, training, developing, equipping, empowering, and consulting and advising leaders around the world in business and government. I have the privilege of working with leaders from all walks of life all around the world and giving them the solutions and the strategies that they need to be at the forefront of leading change in the 21st century and beyond. So you can find out more about me conferences, seminars, and podium keynotes, and all the great work that my organization is doing right there on the website. Um, for the sake of time, I will not go into every book that I have ever written, but I would like to recommend two uh, resources to you real quick. The first one is uh, Next, the Emergence of the History Shapers. It was my tenth book that I released uh, two years ago now. Um, I wrote this book during COVID. Uh, When COVID-19 broke out, leaders around the world began to reach out to me, some that I had heard from in quite some time, and they they all said, Janelle, help. Um, Our organizations are in turbulence. We don't know what to do. What do you think we should do? And as somebody that is skilled in crisis leadership and crisis management, I began to advise these leaders and give them uh, solutions for navigating a very uncertain world. And as I was advising them, they didn't know that I was in the middle of writing this book. So NICS is really a blueprint for transformational leadership. It is a guidepost for visionary leadership in the 21st century. This book will empower you to navigate the currents of uncertainty and change and to be at the forefront of breakthrough and innovation in the 21st century. I delve into the characteristics and the DNA of those that shape history, the skills and industries that will become invaluable in the 21st century and beyond and I show you how to be a leader that can navigate times of crises in the world and to emerge victorious and to lead organizations and nations into a new day and a brighter tomorrow. So you can get that book from um, Amazon, Kindle Look, and most book distributors have access to it. And, of course, my newest release, Uh, Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. This is the book that was almost never released. For as long as I can remember, everybody has been encouraging me to write a book about um, my spiritual life, and in particular, my prayer life and spirituality. And one of the things that I kept telling my team and those that work close with me is that i don't know if there's really a market for this book i mean i've written about leadership i've written about innovation i've written about change management authenticity identity personal power i've written about almost anything you can think of i've written something about it and i said i just don't know how this would connect with the audience but i wrote it anyway and let me tell you in the few months that this book has been out it was released in november I have heard some of the most incredible stories of breakthrough, transformation, introspection, growth, um, transformation, maturity from so many people and how it is just causing a spiritual awakening and revolution in their lives. And so this book delves into my journey, my faith, the crises of faith that transform my life and how... Prayer has been an anchor and a pillar that has made me the man that I am today. I would not be who I am without my faith and without prayer, and prayer is so foundational to my life. It changed me in a profound way, and it has changed so many people's lives as I've shared with them from my personal experience. And so in this book, I delve into that. I delve into what I call prophetic development, how to move from prophetic potentiality into prophetic fulfillment, I talk about how to bring a prophetic promise out of the invisible, intangible realm into the realm of now and ultimately how to give birth to your prophetic destiny. I'm telling you, it's a powerful book and it will transform and revolutionize your life. So get a copy. The book is Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. You can get the book from Amazon, Kindle Nook, and most major book distributors have access to pressure as well. I was browsing something the other day and the book is available on some platforms i didn't even know it was available on so it's pretty much anywhere you can find books you can get access and this week i'm so excited i released something Um, groundbreaking that I've been thinking about for a long time, but it moved from a thought to a manifestation. I was having a conversation with a good friend of mine, and we were talking about journaling, and I was telling them I have so many journals everywhere, and I'm always writing in my journal and writing goals, business ideas, visions partnerships, different things that I plan to do, and how journaling has transformed my life. It has brought me ideas, money, relationships. So many things have happened in my life through journaling. And I was telling this friend, I need to customize the journal and just do something along that lines, and they were like, let's do it. And so within the matter of a very short period of time, um, I took the concept. And to market, packaged it and announced the release of the journal. And they were like, wow, you weren't playing uh, when you said that. So I'm excited to announce this week I released my breakthrough journal. Um, it's available. Go right now to JamelSanders.com. You'll find it there um, on the home page and also under my shop. But it's a powerful tool that I believe will help you just as journaling has helped me in my personal life. I think it's a great opportunity for you to write your goals, clarify your vision. Uh, strategize about your plan, and script your future on paper. So get a copy of my Breakthrough Journal. It's available right now. Again, you can go to www.jamelsanders.com And I think that's just a great testament of how quickly you can go from uh, concept to market and have a product out in a very short period of time. So uh, get a copy of the Breakthrough Journal. I know it's going to help you. If you listen to this podcast, it's going to help you because you always hear me talking about breakthrough journaling and writing in your journal and how it will transform your life in a tremendous way. So thank you in advance for that. And, of course, last but not least, if you have ever gotten any value out of this podcast or platform whatsoever, I need a favor from you. I don't ask my audience to do a lot, but I do need your support. Um, I want you to do something for me, whether it's on uh, Apple app or the Spotify app. I want you to go leave a review for the Janelle Sanders podcast. It does two things. Number one, there are people that are in search of empowerment, and they won't know if there without your reviews and so if they're looking and searching and perusing the web and apps for this information your reviews help them to discover this podcast and secondly it helps us in terms of data and analytics as we get more reviews as we get more traction we get greater visibility for this show and for this platform so just take a moment and leave a review leave a very honest review Um, and it would be very beneficial and helpful to us in the days to come. So what I want to do now, I want to take a very quick break, and I want to jump into um, this series. We're going into Part 5 today. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jamel Sanders Podcast, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right. So welcome back to the podcast. We're in the middle of a powerful series called Growth, The Journey to a Better You. And what I find so fascinating about this series is that I started the year with a series called Starting Me Off Right and really giving you some tools to lay the track for success in 2023. And then from there, I began to have this thought, where do we go next? And as I told you, Um, It seems like as January ended, February and March came in, my life just became very turbulent and chaotic, and so the last few months have been very interesting for me, but the great thing about it is it has caused a lot of growth and development in my life and so i thought it would be great to do a series around growth to help you on your journey this year as well and so let's delve into this growth the journey to a better you part five Uh, in my work with leaders around the world i see lots of enthusiasm around wanting to change the world however i see few people that have expanded their capacity to bring change to the world and so everybody wants to be a change agent everybody wants to be a revolutionary and a catalyst but a lot of people do not have the capacity that is necessary uh, to bring the change to the world that we want to see i think it's important to know that change is not automatic and so a lot of people spend a lifetime talking about the change that they want to be and the change that they want to bring to the world, but very few people are willing to engage in the process uh, that it takes for change to happen. And so I believe that change requires intentionality and strategy. And so what I've noticed over the years, not just as an advisor and as a strategist, as a business strategist, but even just in interactions with people in everyday life, uh, people will have a great idea and I will begin to tell them, How are you going to bring that into manifestation? And they say, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. I said, well, let's think about that for a moment. And I begin to give them different metrics that are going to be essential for the manifestation of that thing. And you'd be amazed at the, the pushback that you start to get from people. They kind of get an attitude with you. Some of them become resistant to you. Um, It's not in any way trying to extinguish their dream or to deflate this uh, possibility for their life, but what I'm trying to do is give them the actionable steps that you have to take for that thing to manifest. And what that reaction lets me know is that this person is not really as serious about the change that they say they want to see as they originally said that they were. And so what I want you to do I want you to understand that for every change that is going to happen in your life is going to require a great degree of intentionality and strategy for that thing to happen. And I don't even, excuse me, have the time to begin to talk about the power of intentionality, but those who work with me and who have ever worked with me in any capacity know that I don't attempt anything in my life without intention intention becomes the framework and the blueprint that guides the building and the construction of whatever it is i'm doing and it's been a success secret for me for a very long time and it's something that i always share with my clients i share with my mentees i share with people that i advise because when you start anything with intention you are empowering that thing to succeed Uh, You are creating the infrastructure that is going to produce success and prosperity for you. So I believe that it is vitally important that you uh, be a person of intentionality. I believe that, in essence, change requires personal responsibility and the reprogramming of your mind. A lot of people say they want to change things, but what we have to understand is that it begins with you taking Personal responsibility for your life. I believe that one of the greatest drawbacks to most people being successful is the failure to take responsibility for their lives. When I have had conversations with people over the years, I begin to hear them blame and pass the buck to this person. Why they're not further in their life? Why they're not doing this and doing that? And at the end of the day we cannot hold anybody else responsible for our lives you are the captain of the ship you are the master of your soul you are the author of your own destiny and so whether you fail or whether you succeed is up to you you can't blame your background or your family or your circumstances because there are too many stories of individuals that have overcome the odds and done extraordinary things with their lives and so we have to take responsibility, and what I know is that certain things were never uh reversed in my life without responsibility. I realized early on that if it's going to be is up to me, and anything that is not happening, moving or manifesting in my life, I have to take responsibility for why that's not happening. And so I have learned that all change begins with you.
1: You're not waiting
0: for some external force. You're not waiting for validation. You're not waiting for confirmation or affirmation. You are the catalyst for all change in your life. And if it's going to be, it's going to be up to you. And what thing are you going to change that is going to change everything about your life? I think it's one of the most important questions that you can ever ask yourself, uh, not just do I want my dreams do I want my vision do I want my future but what are you going to do uh, to make that thing a reality in your life that's something that you have to be willing to consider um, on a consistent basis more importantly it is impossible to be the change that you want to see in the world without first building capacity let me say that again it is impossible to be the change that you want to see in the world without first building capacity. I, I can't tell you the number of people I see in the world with great potential, but that potential is dormant and is dying every day because they are not doing the thing that I know they were created and destined to do with their lives. And so uh, in a world that is obsessed with change, few people um, have committed their um, Excuse me. Few people have optimized their capacity to bring change to the world in this community. Let me say it again. And a world that is obsessed with change, few bring change to the world in their community. Therefore, we have to stop desiring what we are unwilling to develop in order to become. Let me say it again. We have to stop desiring what we are unwilling to develop, to become. A lot of people look around the world and they say, I want to be like this person. I want to do what this person is doing. I want to have the impact that this person is having. And there's nothing wrong with admiration. But what I want us to understand is that no matter what we desire to do, to accomplish, to have in our lives, We have to develop in order to become that. And so I had people, and one of the worst things you can ever say to me is, hi, Jamil, how are you? Um, Do you have a moment for me to pick your brain? It's one of the worst phrases I've ever heard somebody say to me. First of all, no, I do not have the time. And second of all, no, you are not going to pick my brain. You are not going to waste my time sitting and talking about me and everything when it has taken me a lifetime to acquire the wisdom and the information that I have. So I don't have the time. It's not rude. I've heard some people say, oh, that's so rude and so nasty and disrespectful. It's not disrespectful. It's disrespectful on the part of the person asking because if you want a deposit or a contribution from a certain individual in your life, you got to be willing to invest in that relationship. And so a lot of people that, that want to just pick your brain, they want to ask you a bunch of questions and a bunch of nothing and waste your time, and 90% of the time, they do absolutely nothing with what you share with them anyway. And then, you know, when they figure out what you do exactly and the price tag that is substantial for what you do, then they begin to criticize you and your work, but you don't understand that you want in 20 seconds what it's taken 20 plus years to get and to develop. And I didn't get this overnight. I didn't become who I am overnight. And uh, We have to begin to approach things differently. We have to be willing to develop uh, into what we say we desire to be and to have, and I can't stay there. Now, there are many gifted and talented people in the world with undeveloped capacity. Oh, my goodness. I could talk about this all day. I've run into people all the time. They have undeveloped capacity. They have the potential to do extraordinary things with their lives. But I know deep down in my heart of hearts that they'll never do it because they have become content and satisfied with mediocrity. Let me say that again. They have become content and satisfied with mediocrity they're not going to stretch they're not going to push they're not going to go after any more in their lives because this has become a comfort zone for them and this has become a boundary and a bar and a barrier of what they believe is possible and what their lives can be what i've discovered is that talent without capacity cripples change like that balance Talent without capacity cripples change. And so the world is a gamut of individuals that are extremely talented, but we don't have nearly as many people that are bringing change and transformation to the world. And that's because we don't have enough people with the capacity to do it. And so when I started my organization years ago, I started my organization Because I wanted to arm leaders and change agents with the tools, the strategies, and the capacity that they need to bring solutions to the world. We don't need anybody else interjecting their opinion in the world. The opinions are abundant; solutions are scarce. Write that down. Opinions are abundant, but I always say this: and solutions are scarce because everybody has an opinion. Very few people are really bringing solutions to the problems of our time. And so, when I begin to talk about leadership, I'm not talking about looking important and looking apart and speaking in a certain way. I'm talking about having the intellectual capital uh, that makes you indispensable to industries and nations because you have real solutions and tools and strategies that they can implement in their lives the world does not need more gifted people let me say that again the world does not need any more gifted people the world needs its individuals with the capacity to bring solutions to the problems of our time The thing that makes me valuable, the thing that makes me unstoppable is that I bring something to the world that nobody else brings to the world. I am not a motivational speaker. People try to call me a motivational speaker. That's not who I am. I'm not an inspirational speaker. I'm not an inspirational leader. I'm a visionary. I'm a thought leader. I'm a world leader. I'm a change agent. And most of all, I am a solutions when I show up on the scene in any environment, I am bringing solutions. I am offering uncommon wisdom and insight that will not only shift people's lives, but will shift the trajectory of organizations, governments, and nations. Not a lot of people can do that. A lot of people can offer you inspirational words, but they don't have the capacity to help you change your life. I don't apologize for the prices that I charge. I don't apologize for uh, the platforms that I stand on. I don't apologize for the rooms and the tables that God allows me to sit around and the individuals that he allows me to pour into and to deposit into. You know why? Because I know that I'm bringing them uncommon wisdom and solutions. They could go to anybody, but they're not going to get the same thing. And what I want us to understand is that's why you have to build your capacity. If you don't build your capacity, you will spend your lifetime trying to do all things to all people, but never doing one thing that sets you apart in the world. And what I see is a lot of of jack-of-all-trades and a master of none. What I have spent my life doing is mastering what I was born to do. I don't need to do what you do well and what this person does well. I need to master my lane and to show up as the most powerful expression of who I was created to be. What we need is individuals that possess the knowledge and the know-how to build bridges, fill gaps, and move the world forward. Let me say that again. What we need are individuals that possess the know-how to build bridges, fill gaps, and move the world forward. We've had enough inspiration that very few people with the intellectual capacity to bring transformation to the world. There's not a lot of people doing that. A lot of people inspiring people. A lot of people motivating people. But not a lot of people that have the capacity to help bring change to the world and their communities. The thing that I do that makes me different from anybody else in the world is that I not only empower people, but I know how to pull the capacity out of other people so that they can realize their potential and they can make a significant contribution in the world. It's not a lot of people that can do that. They can inspire you for a few moments, and that inspiration goes away. That motivation dwindles, but when you are empowered, you begin to go out and make a difference in the world around you. And so I'm not interested in your motivation and inspiration. I'm interested in pulling out of you what God put in you so that you can transform the world around you. I can't stay there either. Um, What I want you to understand is that it is impossible to build a better life without first building your capacity. Everybody's talking about living their best life, you don't have the capacity to live your best life. With the information and the knowledge that you have right now, why are you not further? If 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 we are so motivated, we're making all these affirmations and declarations over our lives, why are you not further? Why are you not doing more? Why are you not producing more? Why are you not impacting more? And the reason is because you don't have the capacity to do it. We all want the next best version of ourselves, but very few people know how to build it, and you don't build it without capacity. And so what we need to understand is that you don't create a better life because you have good intentions or knowledge. You create a better life through growth, development, and having the tools to shift your life to the next level. You know why a lot of people listen to me? (laughs) why a lot of people tune into this podcast and follow content, because they know that I'm offering them something that nobody else offers them. I look at social media, I grapple with social media all the time, and there are times that I say, why in the world am I on social media at all? It's just too much. Uh, everybody has quotes. People are stealing intellectual property and attaching their name to it like they made the quote. And you know you didn't make the quote. You stole the quote from somebody else. And everybody's trying to be deep, but nobody has substance. Let me say that again. Everybody is trying to be deep, but nobody has substance. I mean, everybody's so profound, but where are the results in your life? I'm not impressed because you put some words on a photo or you create a reel with some sounds about inspiration what are you doing with your life how are you sowing your life in service to humanity in such a way that it will reproduce beyond your lifetime because i can't take a like with me i can't take a follow with me i can't take a platform with me but the one thing that i can do i can leave such an indelible mark on this world that no matter When I leave this planet, it won't be erased beyond my lifetime and generation. And that's what motivates me. A lot of people are shallow. They're motivated by very shallow things. But those things don't motivate me because it's all about impact for me. I want to see people's lives transformed. And whatever I can do to facilitate that transformation, that's why I'm here. Um, I believe that a better life requires intellectual bandwidth. Excuse me. Uh, Very few people have intellectual bandwidth. I've talked with a lot of people over the years, and so many people do not have intellectual bandwidth. They have a lot of gibberish, a lot of empty words and promises, but they don't have intellectual bandwidth. And my intellectual capacity is what has distinguished me and given me influence around the world. There are a lot of people with great platforms, but they're not saying anything. There are a lot of people with great influence, but they're not making a real impact in the world. And so I want you to be a person of substance. My intellectual capacity is what gives me influence because people, when they call me, when they reach out to us, when they buy books or products or services, They know that I'm going to give them something that they're not going to get from anywhere else. I talk with business leaders and people all the time, and they say, Jamel, I paid such and such dollars for this. I heard one thing from you, and it changed everything for me. And so I feel like a lot of times people are so busy uh, trying to ex-value but not proving value. And they're doing that because they don't really have the capacity. So it's empty words, but they don't have the ability to deliver the value that they say that they have. And so a better life requires a better you, and a better you is the byproduct of building capacity. Let me say that. A better you is the byproduct of building your capacity. Uh, When I began this series, I wanted to be as open, um, and transparent as i could and to share from my experience insights and strategies that would facilitate your growth and development and empower you to live a better life this is what i know nothing will bankrupt your life faster than refusing to build your capacity let me say that again nothing will bankrupt your life faster than the refusal to build your capacity so While a lot of people are blaming a lot of things for why they're not further, why certain things haven't happened, certain doors haven't opened in their lives, they have failed to look at the most important ingredient, which is the person in the mirror. You have not built your capacity in that area. I didn't say building vocabulary. I didn't say building hype. I a building capacity. That means that we don't just talk about a thing, but we have the ability to deliver on what we say the value is that we provide. I believe that to fail to build your capacity is to make the decision to not grow and to not develop. The failure to build your capacity is making the decision to not grow and to not develop. And so many people in the world have made a decision that they are not going to grow or develop. I know it because of how they spend their time scrolling social media, binge watching Netflix. Hanging out all the time with their friends, nothing wrong with hanging out with your friends, but when do you ever work on yourself and work on your goals? There are a lot of people that are failures because they spend more time on their goals than their self, and they're wondering why the goals are not happening, but they're not doing any work. So if you're not growing, how are you going to attain the goals and manifest the vision that you have for yourself? And so you got to make your development a priority, and development has to be prioritized every day of your life. You don't develop in seasons. You develop in a lifetime, and you have to do the work consistently to get to the life that you want to create. I believe that the absence of growth um, results in the absence of improvement. Let me say that again. The absence of growth results in the absence of improvement, and the absence of growth results in the absence of maturity. And so people feel like their lives are stuck or they're not moving, and the reality of the situation is that they stop growing. Uh, Most of all, the absence of growth results in the absence of progress. If you don't build your capacity, your potential will be paralyzed. Let me say that again. If you don't build your capacity, your potential will be paralyzed and your dreams will die. As I look around the world today, my heart aches as I see dormant dreams, dead hope, and aborted possibilities. I see incredible talent but insignificant investment in the development of capacity. Don't get fascinated with your gifts. You know, I was having a conversation with a person years ago, very gifted, very talented, but not developed and lacking capacity. And I told them, don't get so obsessed with your gifts because your gift without your development and the building of your capacity means nothing and i see so many people they don't ever go anywhere regardless of how talented and gifted they are because they do not have the capacity uh, we all have the potential to be more and to do more uh, however i was not satisfied with just simply having potential My hunger uh, drove me um, to not just have potential, but to commit and to convert my potential into possibilities. Let me say it again. My hunger has driven me to convert my potential into possibilities. In other words, um, I was not content simply being gifted. I devoted my life to cultivating the hidden genius on the inside of me. Have you devoted your life to cultivating the hidden genius in you? I believe that every person on this planet has a hidden genius on the inside of them that is waiting to be unlocked, to emerge, and to be given full expression. Many people make excuses for why they cannot have a better life, but few people are willing to expand in order to embrace a better life. I don't consider myself better than anyone else. However, I do have an edge that most uh, that makes me exceptional, and that edge is that I have taken the time to build capacity for greatness. I'm not special. I'm not better than anybody else, but I have taken a considerable amount of time to build my capacity for greatness. Not comparing myself not trying to do what every other person is doing, but I have really developed my own capacity for greatness. Most gifts remain uh, in the raw state and ultimately never emerge and grow to the point uh, that they're intended because we do absolutely nothing with them. Few people ever grow to the point of refining the gifts within them and ultimately um, releasing that gift to the world i found out that refining your gift is allowing the rich gems within you to emerge and to bless the world around you so you gotta let what's in you emerge so that it can begin to bless and impact the world around you building capacity um, is a daily commitment and a lifetime decision let me say it again building capacity is a daily commitment and a lifetime decision i didn't just commit to building my capacity decades ago i have committed to a lifetime of building my capacity that commitment has caused me to be successful and that commitment has caused me to break ceilings and to be on the cutting edge in everything that i do in order to build capacity you must first build consistency. Let me say that again. In order to build capacity, you must first build consistency. Most people know how to be consistent. They are just not consistent in the things that will make their lives better. You build capacity by taking the actions that are aligned with the life that you want to create for yourself. Building required, uh, capacity requires you being committed to your life, uh, even in the midst of challenges. Most people um, will are become inconsistent when they begin to experience challenges or difficulties in their lives. Challenges are not sent into your life to derail you. Challenges are sent into your life to develop you. And challenges show up in our lives for a couple of reasons. Number one, challenges reveal to us what we're made of. Challenges show us um, what you contain, that's your capacity. Challenges show you what you are in pursuit of, that's your hunger. If you don't um, understand the purpose of a challenge, then it will be co- it cannot become the crucible to change in your life. If you avoid challenges, you ultimately abort the change that you want to see happen and manifest in your life. How do you build capacity? This is what I've been trying to get, and I hope I can get through this in the time I have left. Number one, you build capacity by being willing to consistently invest in your personal growth and development. I want to ask you a question today, and this would be good to write in your breakthrough journal this weekend when you get a moment. How much have I invested in my personal growth and development? Because a lot of people think because they read two quotes and listen to one YouTube video that they have invested in their personal growth and development. When I tell you the amount of investments, books, audio programs, coaching, training, mentorship that I have had to pour into myself to be who I am today, Uh, some people would probably just walk away because they realize that they have not really made significant investments to improve the quality of their lives. What I know is that without personal education, there is no personal evolution. Write that down. Without personal education, there is no personal evolution. And without knowledge, learning, and application, you will remain stuck. Let me say that again. knowledge, learning, and application, you remain stuck. So a lot of people watch a lot of clips, read a lot of books, and take no action, but they think they're growing. Until you start, after you've learned, you're not growing. And until you stop making excuses why you cannot execute on those things, you will never live an exceptional life. What I have learned is that learning opens you up to new ideas and new perspectives. What I have learned from many years of experience is that perspective has the power to shift the seasons of your life. Let me say that again. Perspective has the power to shift the seasons of your life. That's why you have to keep learning because it's opening you up to new perspectives, and those new perspectives are ultimately what transform and shift the seasons of your life. The number two thing in building capacity, you have to get a new environment. Your environment will either shrink or expand your vision. Write that down. Your environment will either shrink or expand your vision. If you continue to live in a limited place, you are going to live a limited life with limited possibilities and limited opportunities. So you got to change your environment. you got to see something different to be something different. Let me say that again. you got to see something different in order to be something different. Uh, Many visions are on life support because they are trying to be kept alive with limited vision. Let me say it again. Many visions are on life support because they are trying to be kept alive by individuals with limited vision. You need to get into certain environments if you want your dreams to live. I want you to really get this, what I'm about to share with you. You need to get in environments that inspire you. You need inspiration, but you can't live off of inspiration. So if you're looking to live every moment of every day on inspiration, you're going to be a miserable person. You can't be inspired every moment, but you do need to get in environments that inspire you. Number two. You need to get in environments that challenge you. A lot of people will never be successful because they never get in environments that challenge them, and they never expose themselves to environments that will challenge them. If you do the same, you get the same. If you do different, you get different. What different thing are you going to do to change the direction of your life? Because we all say, it. this is my year. I'm going after this, this, this. And then we get to 2024 and we say this is our year, and 2025 is our year, and 2026 is our year, and nothing changes because you don't do anything different. You keep doing the same thing over and over, expecting a different result, which is insanity, and it's robbing you of the life of your dreams. Number three, you need to get in environments that stretch you. A lot of us are stuck because we refuse to be scratched in any area of our lives. You need to be scratched. You need something that boggles your mind. You need something that's not so easy for you to manage or figure out, something that is going to be thought-provoking for you in order for you to break into the next level. You need to get an environment that elevates you. In other words, you don't need to just get around uh, ducks and geese. You need to get around eagles, people that are going to call you to soar and to take you to the next level. And whatever you have to do to get to those individuals, you need to do it. Whatever it costs, if it costs you getting out of your comfort zone, if it costs you money, if it costs you going to a certain mastermind or groups or events or whatever. You need to get around those individuals because that is going to be the key to the transformation of your life. The next thing, you need to get in an environment that activates you. There are things that are lying dormant in you that will never be awakened until you get into the right environment. Many people have come to me over the years and they say, as I've given keynotes or presentations, they say, Jamel, when you said this, something was activated in me and it changed my life. You need to get in those type of environments because you need to be activated and released into the fullness of your prophetic destiny. And then you need to get in environments that push you. You need to get into an environment that are going to force you to move from your place of comfort and to embrace the place of change in your life. The third thing to build capacity, you need to create a circle of high achievers in your life. Your You will always resemble those with which you assemble. Let me say that again. Your life will always resemble those with which you assemble. That means that your tomorrow is a reflection of the relationships in your life today. Do not invite people into your space that are not dedicated to improvement. Let me say that again. Do not invite people into your space that are not dedicated to improvement. You will be miserable in your life if you fill your life with relationships that are not meaningful. Uh, could I talk about this? I could do a whole year of just filling your life with meaningless relationships. People that are not going anywhere, don't want anything, and have settled for mediocre and a limited existence. Don't do it. Um, if you entertain people without goals and dreams, you will ultimately extinguish your vision. If you entertain people without goals and dreams, you will ultimately extinguish your vision. Surround yourself with people that have a plan and are making progress and are committed to releasing their potential. You don't um, you don't form relationships in your life to fill a void. Let me say it again. You do not form relationships in your life to fill a void. You form relationships based on values. And if you have relationships in your life that you just formed because you were lonely, you were desperate, you were feeling a certain way, let me tell you, those relationships often end disastrous because they were formed without meaning and intention. Um, anything that I allow into my relationship constellation has to be something of value that's going to enrich my life in some way. And so you need to be more discerning of who you are giving space and making room for in your life. You don't need anybody in your circle that is not contributing to your growth and development. No dead weight. I always say this. I don't allow dead weight into my relationships. Every relationship in my life is contributing to my growth and development in some form shape or fashion and then last piece of this and building your capacity mentorship <sighs> what can i say about mentorship in the early days of my work in this organization i did a lot of mentorship and what i learned quickly is that mentorship is not something that you just give away to everybody I wasted a lot of time, energy, resources, pouring into people that did not value anything that I shared with them. As I fast forward 2023, looking at the lives of these people, some of them are in the exact same space that they were in years ago when I was mentoring them. They have not made any progress. I've shared hours with them. I've poured knowledge, wisdom, insight into them. And they've done absolutely nothing with it. And so in more recent years, when people come to me for mentorship, I'm very reluctant to say yes. I'm very reluctant to uh, give my time and energy to it. And I make very clear terms and agreements when it comes to mentorship. I believe mentorship is important. I would not be who I am. You wouldn't be listening to me if it was not for mentorship. But I'm very careful in how i forge mentorship relationships so many people in the world today are looking for mentorship you should not pursue a mentor until you have first mastered being a student let me say it again you should not pursue mentorship until you have first mastered being a student i see so many people that are looking for a mentor but they're failing miserably as a student. If you're not growing and developing as an individual, nothing a mentor says or says with you is going to help you. Um, you know, one of the things that I really look for when it comes to somebody wanting me to mentor them today, I, I see what they do with the information I give them. Um, if I come back to that person two, three, four weeks later, and they still haven't taken any action, done anything what I said, this is not somebody I'm going to give time or energy to because they don't value what I'm sharing with them. So you've got to be a good student. One of the things that has afforded me the opportunity to have some great mentors in my life is because I'm a great student. I devour information. When they share something with me, I act on that information. I move on it. I do something with it. And you've got to be willing to do something with the information that's being poured into you. Mentors are sent into our lives to show us the way, share the lessons, and stretch us to release our greatest potential. Mentors are sent into our lives to show us the way, share the lessons, and stretch us to realize our greatest. Mentors are not buddies or babysitters. Let me say that again. Mentors are not buddies or babysitters, and I watch so many people enter into mentor-mentee relationships, and they're two buddy-buddies, and I tell them, you need to draw some boundaries, or that's not going to work out too good for you, and they come back devastated, you know, oh my God, this fell apart, it was a catastrophe, and I told them, you didn't establish boundaries, you approached this as a buddy, I can't pour into you as a mentor if you're my buddy, so you have to have clear boundaries and markings of demarcation in those relationships to protect them. Mentors are sent into your life to build your capacity. So um, you, don't form, um, you, you can't just say that this person is just in my life to share some good information with me and inspire me. A mentor comes into your life to build capacity, and that's one of the reasons I tell people you might not want me to be your mentor of the inspirational Jamel and the mentor Jamel is two different people. When we go into mentor mode, uh, it's going to be different, and there's going to be some accountability and responsibility. You're going to have to make some adjustments to your life, and everybody can handle that. So I'm very upfront with people, but I'm trying to help you become a better you. and if I see things that are standing in the way of that, um, I wouldn't be a good mentor if I just overlooked it and ignored it. Uh, take the time of a mentor very seriously. I want to share these with you in our final moments. Uh, The time of a mentor is precious, so value it. One way to end a mentor-mentor relationship with me real fast is to not value my time. Time is very important to me, and I only have so much of it, and if I have given that time to pour into you and into a relationship value it the wisdom of a mentor is priceless so treasure it don't just listen to it as just mere words but let those words impact your heart and your life and apply them and store them uh, for reference so that you can go back to them again and again the attention of a mentor is limited so leverage it when you get a moment with your mentor take advantage of it and squeeze everything that you can out of that moment the Mm -hmm. wisdom of a mentor is invaluable so let me say it again the wisdom of that mentor is invaluable so invest in it so whatever investment you need to make in that mentor relationship, make the investments. I'm telling you, it'll make your life better. The knowledge of a mentor, the love of a mentor is unconditional, so never undermine it. Um, if God blesses you with great mentors in your life, love those mentors, cherish those mentors, and don't allow anything to come in and to destroy those relationships in your life. The words of a mentor are powerful, so protect them. Let those words resonate with you and transform your mind, heart, and your life. Moments with a mentor are significant, so never squander them. Take advantage. See those moments of opportunity in your life. The presence of a mentorship, so savor it. If you have the opportunity to have a mentor that is hands-on, that will spend time important to you, savor those moments in your life. The appreciation of a mentor is rare, so reinforce it. Let mentors know how much you value and appreciate them. I think that's been a major key to my success. The wonderful mentors and advisors and people in my life that are important to me, I always try to share how much I value and appreciate them in those relationships and never take them for granted. Uh, honor for a mentor is commendable, so cultivated. Honor your mentors. Honor them. Every opportunity you get, honor them. Pour into them. Thank them uh, for who they are and the difference and the impact that they have made on your life. And then the gift of a mentor is a gem, so guard it. I'm very guarding of my mentors and the relationships that I have with them because I know their value, importance, and significance to my life. And I know for a matter of a fact that I would not be who I am and I would not be doing the things that I'm doing in the world today if it was not for great mentorship. And so we all need mentors. And when mentors show up in your life, appreciate them, value them. Uh, Don't take those relationships for granted. Cultivate those relationships. Favor it and do whatever you can to protect those relationships in your life because they are invaluable to your success, your growth, your development, and the building of your capacity. So I hope that, I've said a lot today, but I hope that you've gotten something out of this and that it has resonated with you and is helping you on your journey to success. Again, I do want you to spend some time this weekend thinking about writing in your journal or get a copy of my breakthrough journal and write it in there. Um, How much are you investing in your growth and development? And I want you to also think about who are the mentors in your life and how are you honoring those mentor relationships? Always honor them, always appreciate them, always value them because they are such an important part to your success and your prosperity. And I'm honored that I get to play a small role in your mentorship through this podcast. This is one of the reasons I created this Uh, years ago as I was working with my clients and advising clients. I realized that there's so much that people need in terms of wisdom and insight and tools. And so I said, you know, some people will never pay the money uh, to be advised or consulted with by me, but this is a small token I can show and invest in them Uh, to help them to reach their greatest potential. So I hope you've gotten something out of this. This was really good today. In case you didn't notice, I extended the show uh, because I need more time uh, to get through all of this information with you. But I hope that you have gotten some value out of it and that it will help you on your journey to success in the days to come. Thank you for spending this time with me. Hopefully we can close out this series next, uh, next episode. Thank you. You have a great day. Thanks for joining us for the Jamel Sanders podcast. Always remember, your life has purpose. Your potential is limitless. And only you can define your legacy.